I believe it's stuff below the surface. I estimate probably 90% of our leadership is made from our character. And our character is the sum total. And I don't, if, if you can see that, I don't know if it's clear enough. So there's one set, self-discipline. So kids, self-discipline is the ability to do what's right even if you don't feel like it. And we've all been there with self-discipline. Who has self-discipline to a T? Who has that to a T? Yeah, no one. We don't. It's a work in progress. The second one is core values. Everyone say core values. Kids say core values. Core values are the principles you live by that enable you to take a moral stand. Okay? The third one, a sense of identity which is a realistic self-image based on who God made you to be. And the last one is emotional security. Yes. The capacity to be emotionally, emotionally stable and consistent. See, many people make it into the limelight and neglect their character. Don't get me wrong, your skill may get you to the top, but it's your character that will keep you there. We've seen it on many occasions um, in our sports, in our, you know, a lot of people have the desire to be the best, but then sometimes they often cheat. We've seen it in um, Tiger Woods. There was a guy called, um, I forgot, he was a, he was a very famous um, cycle um, bike runner yes Lance Armstrong um, there's been many many occasions of where people have just really forgotten what's inside and really kind of focus on what's out and really focus on what was the outside appearance I want to read you um, just a quick story so listen up carefully about a hundred years ago a boy grew up in Europe. His father's given name was Alois Schreckengruber. Say, everyone say, Alois Schreckengruber. Schrecken. You have to get the, you have to get the Schreckengruber. Yeah? All right. As a teen, he never learned about character. His parents never taught him right from wrong. So he began to come up with his own ideas and values. His father put him down when he talked about becoming a priest and laughed at him when he spoke of being an artist. He was never valued, nor taught values. So, one night, he heard his mum and dad argue about moving away, believing they hated him. He suspected they leave him behind. So in anger, he put up an emotional wall and never let anyone get close. He later ran away. This boy grew up to be a man. The man became a leader. You know him as Adolf Hitler. So, what am I saying in this short story? I believe parents, 
leaders, church, aunties, uncles, it is very important that we affirm one another. Encourage one another. Speak good things to one another. Sometimes the youthful... (laughs) I'm very, very, very kind of sensitive to the fact that the things that we, things that we speak have power. And it's very important that what we speak has, has value. Just in the story of Adolf Hitler, for me, when I heard that story, it kind of blew my mind that this man wanted to be a priest. He had ambition, he had a dream, but yet it was smashed. It is very important, parents, aunties, uncles, that when our children speak dreams, when our children speak of something that's important, that of value, make sure that we value that. Make sure we don't throw it away or bring it down. Make sure that we actually praise, praise them for what they are doing, for what they are saying. Just like you, adults, if there's people at work or people in your family that are just speaking certain things, speaking things that are really negative, begin to speak positive things, begin to speak life, begin to speak things that will change an atmosphere. Jesus spent 90% preparing his inward life for the 10% that made up his career. We see in the chapter that we, that we read in Luke that Jesus had spoken and it had so much meaning. Whatever happens on the outside of our lives stems from what's happening on the inside. When we see the fruit, we know what kind of tree it is. The outside is only a reflection of what's on the inside. So, in closing, verse 45, the word treasure literally means deposit. So I won't say deposit. God puts being before doing. God prioritizes taking care of the inside, our heart, because that will determine what takes place on the outside, which is our behavior. So the things I want us to just close our eyes now and think about. Kids, close your eyes. What are we depositing in our hearts? Kids, what are we depositing in our hearts? Young people, what are we depositing in our hearts? In our community, what are we depositing? What words are we feeding off? From our parents, our family, friends, even the music that we listen to, the games we play, the books we read, even what we see on the internet. But one thing that is reassuring and a promise is that the beacon of hope in this lies in Jeremiah 29, verse 11. 
For it says, for I know the plans I have for you. Declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Let's speak into existence what fruit you want to see in your life. We are now going to um, a tire of time of prayer and reflection. Now, um, there are a couple of things that God just downloaded onto um, my heart about this message. If that there is anybody who's been struggling with their self-identity, self-worth, feeling as if that you've been literally been stuck in the muck for a very, very, very long time. The fact that you actually look in the mirror and you feel to yourself, what is this? What am I? We are here, and God wants to say, to reassure you that you are his prized possession. You bring joy to his heart. You bring a smile on his face. And he wants to speak truth to you today. He wants to speak truth to you today. If there are words that someone might have said that, you, that you've probably attached yourself to, like no good, lazy, good for nothing, stupid, idiot. In your mind now, picture Jesus just ripping off all those labels Ripping off all those limits that people have spoken over your life. And imagine him lifting you up. Imagine him lifting you up into that light and saying that you are my prized possession. I delight so much in you. You are the reason why I died on that cross because I love you so much. If that is you that, that wants prayer, um, you can come to the side and the prayer team will pray for you. But if you want to remain in your seat, by the raising of your hand, you can do that as well. But if you want specific prayer, please come out and pray. And we'll be here to pray for you. God bless you.